Some of us might be counting the days until we retire, while others might be dreading it. Not knowing what retirement looks like or being afraid of it can keep you from fully experiencing what should be the best time of your life. We know too many people who enter this phase either late, misdirected, or confused, and we're gonna fix that. We're here to help guide you through this time of life so it's filled with happiness, excitement, fulfillment, and a sense of purpose. I'm Mark Rollins. And I'm Jody Rollins, and we're your hosts of this podcast and the couple behind Retirement Transformed. Together, we're changing the way people think about, plan for, and live in retirement. This weekly podcast is adapted from our popular YouTube episodes, where we talk about a wide range of topics that affect people at different stages of their retirement journey. This is everything retirement except financial advice. Make sure to subscribe and let's get going. Did you know that complacency in retirement is a trap? When you are complacent, there is no room for growth, no room for learning, and no room for positive change. That's true, Jody. And there was a recent survey we just found done by the Nash- Nationwide Retirement Institute that nearly 30% of the people surveyed said life in retirement is worse than when they were working. And we hear that from our clients. If you're one of those 30%, you're clearly in trouble. And there's no reason for you to be complacent with the status quo of your retirement. So today, today we're going to share with you five key strategies to help get you unstuck if you're feeling your retirement is a little bit unhappy, but you're just being complacent with the status quo. And if you stay to the end, Jody and I are going to share with you our five tips to start this process and create awareness around how you're feeling. So I think we need to take a step back and let's talk about complacency so that you're clear what we mean and how it might apply to you. A complacent person is one that is very pleased with themselves. They're almost comfortable. They feel there is nothing they need to do about anything or any situation in their life even if a situation may be uncertain or dangerous. You know, if you think back on your career, which Jody and I did and have done, you may have been complacent at times. Now, I know from my 38-year career, there were times when I was complacent. And I was most complacent right after I sold my company. I had, I had a lot of money in the bank. Uh, I didn't have any more responsibility. I started to become not really the main guy on campus anymore. And I got used to the status quo and I was like, all right, this is, you know, this is the way it's going to be. So I coasted. And it happens to a lot of people. You know, I've managed people and watched them grow into complacency. And as a leader, it was always my challenge to get them out. The most difficult thing was to make them recognize that that comfort zone they were in wasn't healthy for them and really stretched them. It happened to me as well. At the end of my career, when my company sold and and different activities were being aligned in different places, I found, and I actually said out loud a couple times, I can actually do my job effectively three days a week, which meant I was wasting two days a week. You know, it's funny because this was happening to both of us at the same time. So for the last couple years of our career, we were both pretty complacent. And it was hard for us to jump into the retirement phase 
knowing that we're used to sort of the status quo. But it's interesting because while you're complacent, you're kind of happy. Right. You know? it's Everything's like, okay. It's like a warm, snuggly blanket on a cold day, which is great once in a while. But would you want that cold day and that blanket every day with no growth and no opportunity for learning? It could be tough. It could be tough. And we understand sometimes, and if this is you, today we want to talk to you about how to get out of that. Right. Now, we recently met a couple who's retired. They're married, I don't know, 40, 45 years. They're probably 70 years old. Now, she worked early on, but then she brought her kids up. But he built a company from scratch. From the beginning. 50 years right. ago. Zero employees. And he got it up to 2,000 employees. So he started this company from scratch. And just last year, he sold it. He didn't just sell it. He sold it and left in the same well, day. up until the day before he sold it, he was the person in charge. Right. He was the one everyone reported to. He spent his whole day, even when he was on vacation, working. And that day that he sold the company and agreed to step away, it's a huge change for him. Really, really hard for him right now. Well, huge change for him and a huge change for his wife. You know, she had her routine. She had her, her yoga. She had her gym. She worked on projects. She decorated houses. She looked for new boats for them to buy and vacations for them to go on. She spent a lot of time with their children and their grandchildren. And then he entered into right. the house and, she, and into the picture. You know, she's actually doing okay. But she's having a tough time getting used to having him around so much. And because he's so complacent, he's a little bit of a drain on her. Right. He has no daily routine. He admits to eating poorly. They're both drinking too much now because they're together and they drink every day at lunch and dinner. And that's, that's okay for a while or it's okay on vacation, but not every single day. And because of that, we're, they're both gaining weight. They haven't exercised in about eight months. And without any kind of change, they're both walking down a slippery slope. And you know, that's a clear example of a couple, an individual, a second individual, but a couple that are clearly in trouble. Right. Unless they put some effort and put some meaning into their retirement, and unless they figure out what the key elements are that they need to make sure they're not complacent in, every day so, so let's yeah. jump let's jump into the five strategies of right. getting unstuck if you're in a complacent state so strategy number one is to remove obstacles you've got to think what's getting in the way what's getting in the way of me not exercising or eating too much or drinking too much or what tools do i need to help get these obstacles out of the way or maybe it's just as easy as coming up with new habits. Which isn't actually easy. Well, it's not, but coming at least- Coming up with new habits. But it's not easy. You're right, right Jody. it's not. Right. However, if you realize that you need them and you work on it, then the result, you'll start to get results. And I think it's important to be creative with this. For example, removing an obstacle from physical wellness doesn't mean you have to join a fancy gym. Right, right and get all the clothes and sport all the wear, maybe you get an app. That's what I do. Maybe you I take, have an app, yeah. Maybe you do online. Um, you know, Mark and I have defined really the five key pillars to our retirement that we do not want 
to be in a complacent state. In. Right. And we check and, in on it every do. day. We check in. So it's physical wellness, mental wellness, spouse partner relationship, other relationships, and then wisdom sharing. And we check in on those and we look at the obstacles that are in front of us if we're not excelling in those areas. So like Jody said, you know, from mental wellness, maybe the obstacle is, you know, you feel stressed every day because you don't have a routine. Start yoga or meditation or just start journaling your thoughts every morning when you first get up. That will help clear your head of this stress. Or even or jump on the jump on the latest trend of breathing. Yeah. You know, Mark was You do that every night when you go to bed. And and I do when I go to bed, you know, in my yoga practice. I thought you were dead. I learned, you know, if you inhale for four, you should exhale exhale for six or eight, you right. know, to try to really circulate. And that has worked really well for my mental wellness. I now hold your wrist to check your pulse to make sure you haven't keeled over on me. But with relationships, this is another thing that Jody and I, it's not, we don't struggle with it, but we love our relationships and we want to have new relationship with growth friends. But we'll find ourselves all of a sudden, two weeks, without going out to dinner with anyone, without really talking to people, without seeing our kids. So what we do is we get our calendar. I don't think calendar. it's ever lasted two weeks. No, not without, but not seeing the kids. Well, now. yeah, true. But what we do is we get our calendar, we find some dates. And we call people and make something happen. Now, this takes effort. We know that. And you know that. But, but you have to put a little effort in to get what you want. So strategy one was removing obstacles. Strategy two, once you remove the obstacles and you've defined your key pillars, you really have to find a way to create meaning. So what does that mean? Create meaning in those pillars so that you can understand the difference between active and not active, participating and not participating in efforts to make that pillar work for you. Yeah, and the other thing is, it's not as, you know, if you just said, I want to lose 20 pounds, you know, why? What's the meaning behind it? What's your reason? Do you want to fit in better clothes? Do you have one of your kids' weddings coming up? Do you, do you feel sluggish? I mean, there's a lot of good reasons to lose weight if you're overweight. But you've got to have your reason and your vision so that you get up every day and realize why you're doing it. And the same thing applies to exercise. Absolutely. You don't exercise because, well, I read somewhere that exercise is good. I mean, that's important, but there should be an end in mind. Right, right. Hey, if this is resonating with you and you're finding it helpful, give it a thumbs up and don't forget to subscribe. Thanks, Jody, for reminding them of that. <laughs> uh, strategy number three. We want you to empower and challenge yourself. Now this might be easy for some or hard, but for you, what kind of a mindset do you have right now on your retirement? Is it a good one? Is it a negative one? Are you bored? Are you lonely? You've got to flip this mindset and live it in a positive way, which is also just having a positive attitude. And sometimes that's just taking a look at it holistically, realizing this is the time of your life that you are in charge of. Right. You're in charge of your calendar. You're, you're in charge of your health and your wellness, what you, you eat. You are, that's you're right. You're in charge of everything. And along with that, bring to it the positive mental attitude that you need to succeed. And to challenge yourself, set small goals. We know people who say, yeah, I really want to start exercising. I really want to eat better. Well, look, just Which get is up. Great. It is great. I want to do it, but right. doing it is different. So when you get up tomorrow morning, 
You've always wanted to walk 20 minutes. Get up and walk 20 minutes. Do it tomorrow. That's it. Just do it once. And then the next day, do it again. And third day, do it again. It's a small goal, but as you start to do that, then you will start to realize the benefits of exercise and feeling good. And the other thing is positive self-talk. Talk positively to yourself and positively about yourself to others. That's a great way to wrap that one up because so many people spend time with negative self-talk. Right, it's terrible. And someone once said to me, you know, the things you say to yourself, you would never say to anybody else. No, of course not. Why are you saying them to yourself? So I put that little nugget out there. The fourth strategy is really important. And it's one that we get the most pushback from our clients to really define a path or a roadmap. You know, a vision or a dream where you can lay out steps and take them one at a time and constantly reassess where you are and what your satisfaction level is. That is the opposite of being complacent. And for me, you've heard me say this before, and I don't work out five days a week because my goal is to work out five days a week. My vision is to be physically independent at the age of 90. So that's my vision. So that's, um, how many years is that? That's 20, <laughs> that's 26 more years. Math was never yeah. your strong That's suit. a lot. Uh, that's <laughs> funny. That's a long time. Right. But here's the thing. In order to do that, when I get up and I exercise, I know why I'm doing it. I know it's helping. I know it's moving me further towards that goal. And it's okay to skip a day in my mind because I have 30 years of this. But having this vision is so important instead of just saying, I'm going to work out five days a week. I mean, it's easy to quit. And you also want to constantly reassess it. Yeah. This fifth strategy is my favorite, though. You know, celebrate your success along the way. Um, little things, rewards, things that are healthy for you. And I was talking to Mark this morning and... You always um, go to Amazon for a reward. I do not. I shop local. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. Much. All right. For the locals that are watching, she does. I do shop local. But for but, what you want, but it's not for, local. But for like a healthy reward, you know, I've been thinking a lot about this because I've been really practicing what I preach and really trying to send rewards to even our kids when they get, you know, things happening really well in their life and stuff, but really healthy rewards. You know, I made a challenge to myself to go to yoga at least four days a week for a month. And my reward was a new yoga mat where I wouldn't slip and slide all over the place. So it was a healthy reward. Um, and I, and I really enjoyed it. I also shared my goal with a few friends who helped me out, send me a text in the morning. I'm going to the 6am. Are you going? You're good with that. You're creating, and you're also spreading the news about, you know, going to yoga, the benefits of yoga. You've now got three or four people to go because you're going. And I love that because it's also creating community. So that was our five strategies. Let's just, you stay to the end. We appreciate that. We have five quick tips we want to give you. Just to get to you get started. It started. And yeah. the first one is reflect on the key elements of your life right now. And again, our five core pillars are physical wellness, mental wellness, relationships, spouse partner relationship, and a component of wisdom sharing. Reflect on where you are with that right now. And you also might have five, you might have three, you might have seven, but the the idea is that you have them, that you know what the key pillars for you are. So then once you have them, the second step would be, be honest with yourself and determine, is there an area here 
where you're a little complacent. And the, the big thing here is to be honest. If you are complacent, okay, so you know what it is, you know you're complacent about it, and then the third step would be to jump into that area and apply what you learned today so that you can get out of complacency and make something happen in that area. And then the fourth is always determine the impact of all the changes that you're making. That's where you'll really see the progress. Right. You know, for us, we're both working really hard on our exercise, our mindfulness, our nutrition, and we both feel so much better. Every day we feel better by making the right choices. And you can too. And then the last the one last is... The last one is just keep going. Yeah. And just remember, an engaged life is a healthier life. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed this. Please share this with your friends. Please subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. We really enjoy working with you guys and hope to see you again soon. And finally, don't forget, join our free Facebook community. The link is in the notes below. Thanks for listening and we look forward to being with you again soon. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. Jody and I started Retirement Transformed after we both left successful careers. We were surprised by the lack of information surrounding retirement other than typical financial advice. There was no roadmap to guide us in any way. We knew we wanted to reinvent the meaning of retirement. We wanted more out of this next phase of life. And so we started researching, experiencing, and ultimately began this Retirement Transform movement to help you also live your best retirement life. Thousands of people have already joined this movement and they've expressed to us how they also wanna change the expectation of what it means to be retired. We're living longer than ever before. People are retiring earlier. So this retirement phase of life is the longest it's ever been. And our generation and the individuals who are nearing retirement are more active and engaged than ever. We're starting new businesses in retirement. We're traveling the world, learning new hobbies, and changing our habits and routines to allow for a more healthy and fulfilling lifestyle. This is what the Retirement Transform podcast is all about. If you like our podcast, please subscribe to be notified of our latest episodes and share it with your friends. Follow us on YouTube where we release new episodes every Wednesday at 4 p.m. You can also find us on Instagram at Retirement Transformed, on Facebook, and on our website, retirementtransformed.com. Thank you for listening. 